Okay, let's begin. Today's daf is daf bet in Masechet uh, Kilaim, and yesterday we uh, began the Mishnah. And the first case was Kishuim v'Hamalafafon. We saw machlok between Kishuim v'Hamalafafon between the Chachamim and Rabbi Yehuda whether it's Kilaim or not. Now Kishut or Kishuim we explained as being like cucumbers, and Malafafon is like sort of like a cucumber melon of sorts. This is how I've always translated. It seems to be there's a debate exactly. Maybe Kishuim is some sort of other types, or they're all within the family of melons. All these things. But um, it, it, we're going to have difficulties as we go through today's stuff in, in terms of translation, trying to identify what all these things are. But I, I hope we don't get lost in, the, in all the translations to try and understand the principles of what's going on behind all this Gemara. But anyway, let's try and understand this first case. It says, Kishut v'malafafon. The Gemara says, Amarab Yudan bar-manasha chachamim tel me'ah means, according to chachamim, the reason why Kishut and malafafon are not considered kilayim is because someone could take a small seed, me'achat mipitma, from the tip or the edge, the top of the uh, of the kishut, and you can plant it, and that might actually give you v'hinase avatiach. Now, we're familiar with the translation of avatiach of being watermelon. Rechaim says it's simply it's just a melon of sorts. Um, I'm not sure if, uh, again, so we've got to be careful with our trans- like modern Hebrew translation and trying to understand what's happening in the Gemara. But again, the, then it continues. Adam notel me'ah, he takes a small seed, mipitma, from the tip of the avatiach, and you plant it and can produce uh, this melafafon, this uh, cucumber, of, uh, of, oh, sorry, this cucumber melon of sorts. Um, so in other words, the, the point is the reason why kishut and melafafon, if you have a look at the chart here, is not considered kilaim because planting one eventually leads to the other. Okay? That they seem to, you can sort of, they're, they're within the same family that if you take particular seeds from two locations, you can produce the others. That's what it seems to be like. However, so then why does Rabbi Huda say that they are kilaim? So Rabbi Huda Omer, ikaro kilaim. The whole concept of a melafafon is itself kilaim. Why? He understands. He takes a seed from the tip, the edge of the uh, top of the avatiach, which is again this watermelon, from the top of the mitmashel tapuach. And that's difficult because the uh, seeds of a tapuach in, are in the middle. So again, we have to understand, we're a bit lost to understand what this is referring to. But in any event, you're taking two, two seeds from two different um, uh, fruit vegetables. And then when you mix them, blend them together, you place them in the same hole. Vehen mit achim, and they blend together vanasim kilaim and make this uh, this product called the malafafon. So lafum can because of that sam chanlei belishne yavana. That's why they call it by its Greek name of malafafon. <laughs> malafafon in Greek is some sort of a mixture. Okay, that's a Greek word for some sort of blending or mixture. Let's continue. Hakishut. What about akishut vavatiach? Ma amar so we know that Rabbi Yehuda says a kishut and a malafafon are two different things. So if you look at the chart of the chachamim. Chachamim say kishut leads to an avatiach, but leads to malafafon. Rabbi Yehuda then rejected a malafafon. So the malafafon itself is, a, is, a, is, is in essence something that is kilaim. You take an avatiach and a tapuach, blend them together, and you get this malafafon. But the question is, what does he hold by kishut and avatiach? Those two in the chain, are they are they considered kilaim or not? So for this, we bring a proof. It says as follows: Nem. Once again, kishut avatiach, as it says as follows: Neshmin amahad. We can learn from the following. Hakishuim vavatichim vamalafafonot. These kishuim, the avatichim malafafonot, these three products, eating claims that fits in very nice with chachamim, because that's the three products in this flow. They're all the same family. And then it comes on Rabbi Yehuda, it says, Rabbi Yehuda comes along and says they're kilaim. They actually are kilaim. So the assumption is it means they're all kilaim with one another. Therefore, that resolves our question regarding the kishut and avatiach. Now, importantly, that's the blue and the green one. You'll see why I'm doing this in a moment. 
The Gemara rejects that and says as follows. Uh, it says, However, Yehuda says, However, In others, when the Mishnah says, It doesn't necessarily mean all three together. It means combinations, two, like pairs of the three. So, Kishut and a Malafafon, Avatiach and a Malafafon. So, the blue and the orange and the green and the orange. Okay. And Rabbi Yehuda says, oh, no, those are Kilayim. Because why? Because Rabbi Yehuda says, Malafafon, it's considered in essence something that is Kilayim. And therefore, but we're still left with a question that maybe Chachamim won't address it. What about, in other words, Rabbi Yehuda wasn't necessarily addressing this Kishut and Avatiach. Therefore, Kishut and Avatiach, it's Okay. In other words, very simply, when they had this discussion, it wasn't all three together. It was the two pairs from the three that they were actually addressing directly. And we're still left with our original question. So there's no proof. Okay. That's enough uh, screen sharing for today. Let's continue. Chazeret v'chazeret galim. We said chazeret was like a lettuce and chazeret galim was some sort of like field type of lettuce. Reb Chanini says, is Amar Dagrin. Okay. Uh, that was here. Um, in other words, what is this Chazeric Galim? He refers to it as is the Agrin. The Agrin, Reb Chaim says, it means that they grow on the mountain. They're sort of the mountain ridge, the Agrin. Uh, where was it? I'm still lost the place. The uh, Hagadila Baharin, that's what he says. Fine. Shimon Bereder of Avi Amar. He says, when it's referring to, it's important to go Marafulda here. He's saying, what are these Ushin? What are endives? He translates as being Antuvion or Antuchin. Uh, and Reb Yossi Bar says, no, he says, Yassich, well, we have here Siachli. Reb Chaim says it's actually Yassichali. So Yassichali is the name of a vegetable, which is also considered Ulshin. And Ulshin, and, and these Ulshin, these endives, another explanation is this truk, truk simon. <laughs> these are products that were known, that were known at the time. And um, and uh, and that's 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 a translation. Okay. Ulshin Asadeh, which these field Ulshin, they are the Ultin, and Rush Cerulio says, oh, no, it's the next part. And um, was it here? Yes, let's continue. And, and Kratin is Karti, which is leek. And Kreshe, what a Kreshe? Because we said in the mission, if you recall, we said um, Kreshim and Kreshe Sade. So what are, what are these Kreshe Sade? They are Kaflutin. So Kaflutin, the way the, Marav, uh, the, sorry, the uh, Rush Cerulio explains it, he says these are Kreshim Sheshlem Rosh Shamen. They've got a large head to them. So the two varieties of leek, again, that's explaining all the different pairs in Amishnah that are considered claim one another. Next, Delat Mitzrit. We said on Amishnah, Delat Mitzrit, Egyptian. I, the term is gourd. So excuse me for a moment when I call it a, a Egyptian pumpkin, because when I think of Egyptian gourd, it sounds like Egyptian god, like we're talking Mitzrayim, so that's, that's I have to, so I personally have to say Egyptian pumpkin, even though maybe more technically it's Egyptian gourd, G-O-U-R-D. Anyway, let's continue. So we said in the Mishnah, um, we said that a, a Dalat Mitzrit and a Haramutza. So what is it? Manitin, uh, uh, it says Manitin to Rebbe. However, that's not like Reb Nechemia. Why? Because the Tani Bichem Reb Nechemia, Dalat Armit, he Dalat Mitzrit. Dalat Armit is a Dalat Mitzrit. And that's Kilaim in Mayavanit. And that's also Kilaim in Haramutza. So we see here that Rabbi Nehemi says this Delat Mitzrit is a considered kilaim with a remutza. Remutza is this, uh, we said this, this pumpkin needs to be sweetened by placing in ashes. Okay. Um, so uh, so but here, he, according to Rabbi Nehemi, he holds it that 
Akilaim and Amishnah says they're not Akilaim, so clearly Amishnah is not like Rebbe Nechemia. Okay. Now, what's Arumutza? I've already explained it to you, but the Mishnah is not going to flesh it out. Amar Avchanina, it's Kmin Delat Mara, it's some sort of bitter, bitter pumpkin. The hen namtikin or tolberemets. That um, the, and it's uh, sweetened, made uh, made edible, if you like, by putting it in these hot ashes, cooking it somewhat. Next, hacharuv. Now, this is an interesting one. We said a Paul Mitzrit and a Charuv is not Kilaim Zebazer. A bean and literally Charuv is a carrot. But that seems very difficult because they're very, very different products. So the, so how can they not be Kilaim with one another? So the Gemara says now, Amrav Yona, Kimin Paul Mitzri. It's like an Egyptian type of bean who the Katsatsvei Damyan Lecharuva. So in other words, when the Mishnah says a Charuv, it's not talking about literally a carob, it's like a carob bean. Why is it called a carob bean? Because it's katsatzve, the, the leaves that grow are very much like carob leaves, okay? So that's that sort of adjusting our understanding of the Mishnah to make it a bit, uh, make, make it sense. Okay, let's continue. Halefet v'hanafos. Now, um, there's lefet we know is like a turnip, and nafos, there's lots of different explanations, which really brings many, either it's a type of radish, an extended radish, or a type of turnip. Again, lots of explanation what a nafos is. Hakruv hatruvtor. So a kruv, as we know, is cabbage, and a truvtor is a type of, uh, um, here the Rambam explains, it's like, it's like a type of cabbage, a wild cabbage that has, its stalks are very fine of some sort, okay? Hatradim abit v'halaunin. The leunin is, again, a type, these are two types of uh, beet, if you like. And Osif Rebbe Akiva, Rebbe Akiva, firstly, all those things are not kilayim zebazeh. And Osif Rebbe Akiva says, he says, shum bahashumnit, which is a garlic and some sort of, um, a, a, like a, a small wild garlic. And a batzal is onion, a batzal tzol is like, again, a wild type of garlic. Turmus, as we know, is a lupines, va pluslus, which is again another type of, uh, of um, lupine. We say, enim kilayim bazebazeh, they're not considered kilayim one another. Okay? Let's now learn the Gemara. Halefet v'hanafus. What's lefet nafus? Now, what the Gemara does now is the assumption is every single, the way the Mepash have explained it, everything, we, we list, just listed a whole lot of pairs in our Mishnah. And the Gemara says the first of these pairs is understandable. People know what a lefet, a kruv is, a tardin, etc. But what is this second one in the pair that we have difficulty translating? So a lefet and hanafus, what's this nafus? Hakruv hatruvtor. What's truvtor? That's a kruv dakik. As I said, as explained already when I explained the Mishnah, truvtor is a kruv dakik. Like a, okay, as I said, um, it's another type of cabbage that whose stalks are very fine. Okay. Hataradim bahaaluunin. Taradim was a beta. Luunin was one of these things mentioned in the Mishnah paired with it. What's that? We said that's ha meuyan. And we explained that this is again another type of beet. And Osif Rebbe Kiva Shum Vashumanit. What's a shumanit? We said that's hatumnita, which we said this is a very small type of garlic. So it's the same family. Habatsal or batsaltsol. What's batsaltsol? That's palal gola, which again we said is some sort of um, wild uh, type of um, wild, wild type of onion. And a tumus for plusus. What is this uh, pluslus? That is ha parmua. Again, another type of um, family of lupine. All these things and in claims there. Fine. Let's now move on from the world of. Um, of, uh, of vegetables and grain. Now we move to trees. Uba'ilan, when it comes to uh, trees, hagasim, when it comes to pears, vakrustamalin, which is small wild pears. Next pear is, uh, oh, we'll see if it's a pear, pardon the pun pear, but next, zug, ha-preshin v'ha-uzradin. Preshin uzradin are like quinces and uh, one translator have is sorb apples of sorts. Any claims there, but there, they seem to be the same family. 
Hatapoch, which is apple, and the Chazrar, which is like a crab apple. The Haparsekin, the Hashkedim. We'll have to talk about what these are. Haparsekin, Hashkedim. This is Afarsek is a peach, and a Shkedim is like almonds. We'll get to this in a moment. Hashizfin, the Harimin, which is a jubjub, another type of jubjub, type of fruit. Afal Pishadomim, despite the fact they appear to be similar. We say in that Kelikilaim Zebazan, it seems to be that the way that a peach and a shkedia and an almond develop in the beginning, one shrivels up and turns into like an almond, another one eventually develops into a peach. Seems to be in the early stage developments, they are domim zelaz, an almond and a peach. Okay. But as I mentioned, tell us they're not considered, they are, sorry, they are considered killing with one another. Okay. Let's continue. Prashin. What are these Prashin? We've said they're like quinces. So Amraviona, it's Aspraglin. So Asprag, as Asperalgin, I think it is. Um, that is a term that there was understandable to them, was being referring to a quince. Well, I'm a crashman Prashin. Why are they called Prashin then? Why are they given this name Prashin? Because you have no other type of uh, fruit that is so suitable to be cooked than this Prashin, this, uh, this, this, um, what do you say? The quinces. Okay. Shalman Bar Levi, the Shalman Bar, the brother of Dezavde Bar Levi, Beshem, send the name Beshem Rabbi Yeshua Ben Levi, Kulam Zugot Zugot. Everything we mention on mission now are groups of two, right? Because they're not all pairs, because pairs are mentioned, but groups of two. So Rav Amar Kulon, he says, no, Kulam Menechat. They're all considered one, meaning all the things mentioned on Mishnah, Krustalim, Prashin, Uzrudim, and Agasim, all those four things. Those are considered um, that the, the four of them are not group, grouped in pairs. They are considered one minute, so none of them are killing with one another. But one second, we have a problem. What's our problem? We said before, if you recall, in yesterday's daf, Rav said that the whole peric is zugot zugot, correct? And now we're saying Rav said that this particular mishnah is not zugot zugot. So what's going on? So he said it doesn't mean the whole peric. And what the Reb Chaim explains when he says whole peric, the whole peric related to grains and vegetables and like. Now we've shifted gear, we're changing topic, we're talking about fruit, so therefore that's why there's no contradiction with Rav necessarily. Now the Gemara says, Matnita, you probably have the word pliga, however it makes more sense, the, 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 the Gersa change is actually Messiah al-Rav. This Mishnah seems to, this, we have a brighter that seems to add individual things that seem to, and therefore it's sis shitat Rav, that the four things listed here are actually one group and not two pairs. The Tani, because we see there's a brighter that adds habachayim, meaning adds a single one, now, if you're saying it's groups of like two, two and two, adding a single one, you're missing its pair. So it must be then if we've so, got a brighter that adds an individual one, that we're talking about the whole four of them are not kilaim zebazer. That might make sense to add a single one. Similarly, hate Reb Yossi Barbo and Vatani, it says also Baharugi Yanim, which is another individual of fruit of some sort that seems to be grouped with this, um, the Agasim, the pairs, Frustamalim, Preshim, and Uzrudim. Okay, Beshuk Shel Tziporin. Bashoke, it sounds shook sounds like market. Some people say it's actually referring to something different altogether, meaning um, um like not necessarily shook, but like irrigated areas. But anyway, Bashoke shall in how you in other words, they taught as follows. How it was taught as follows. How you markivin crustamelin al gabe agas. They grafted a crustamelin. We say crustamelin Mishnah was this like small wild pears onto an agas, onto a pear. That seems to mean that it's what? It's good. Ratamechad, Ratamech Tamikem, he says, Asarimatan, what are you doing? It's Asur, you're grafting, it's Kilaim. Sahalchu Vikatatsumi went and cut them. And Uvao Vashalan went came to Yavna. Amrullahem, they said to Misha Bakabahem, this this uh, individual who uh, interjected, 
somewhat inappropriately, it sounds like, he must be He seems to be like Tamba Shamai, because Havu, uh, Havu, so, um, which is, if you have a look in our Mishnah, is we said that uh, that we, that Agasim the Krustamelim is not Kilaim. Beit Shammai says you don't say that, meaning there are Kilaim Zebazim. So in other words, that Talmud that, that took the law into his own hands, he was a Talmud Beit Shammai. However, what do we try to m- derive from this case? We try to derive that therefore an Agas and a Chizrar, which is this, um, this Chizrar is like a crab apple of sorts, and a pear with a crab apple, what well, that would be Kilaim. I mean, they said that what, that the important to the match with this, that Agassim and Krustamelim is not Kilaim, but Agas and Achizrar is Kilaim, right? That's what it sounds like. So that would be a bit like understanding our Mishnah is Zugot Zugot, not all in one group. However, let's continue. But Tchumariach in a different location, this is a Tapuach, an apple onto a Chizrar, which is mentioned in our. Uh, our mission is being as being uh, as being kilaim even their peer. Baal tamed echad. Amar lemasurim. What are you doing? It's asur. Halchul. They went and cut a tzum and they cut it. Ubau v'shalu biyavna. And they went asking. Yavna. Amar lemiyafei. Amar talmid. The talmid told what told is correct because lo merla tapuach al gabe chizrar because tapuach in chizrar in our mishnah is um, so. For, before we get to lo amru. In other words, that's what we said. Our mission the kilaim. Therefore, what lo amar ela tapuach al chizrar. That seemed to imply that what? This is how you should read the Gemara, sorry. That, that, that seemed to imply that Tapoch and Chizrar is Kilaim. Much more, Chizrar al Gaybe Agas, that Chizrar within Agas is not Kilaim. So, from incident number one, it sounds like Agas al Chizrar is what? Is Kilaim. Sorry, is not Kilaim. Sorry, start again. Is Kilaim. And this situation seems, the second case seems to suggest it's not Kilaim. We've got a stira. So, the Gemara continues, no, Mad Hava Uvda, Hava Uvda. In each different case, they were only paskening about the thing that the, the, the restricted incident that came in front of them. They weren't giving a general cloud that you can be mushma things from. They were simply focusing on that case at hand. So don't try to derive or extrapolate from that case to another case, because it might be that it applied to the other case as well. They just weren't talking about it. Therefore, they didn't say anything about it. Therefore, um, therefore, don't, don't assume there's a contradiction between the occasions, what you're trying to extrapolate, because you're doing so unwarranted. What you're doing is unwarranted. Okay, let's continue. Tani, goi shir akiva goz agai farsek. What if a goi happened to harkava? He gets an egoz and not and 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 um, and, uh, and and grafts it onto this afarsek pitch. Even though you're, you're not allowed to do that grafting, it sounds like what you can do in Tolmenah you can take a cutting from that grafted tree, and take it and plant it. Meaning you didn't do the grafting to produce this new product, but you can take a grafting from it and grow that tree. So what would that actually grow? It's Kadraya Parsakaya. So Kadraya Parsakaya, Pnei explains, is Parsakaya is like a Parseka peach, and Kadraya says it's a language of shachor, like some sort of black peach is produced. Okay, next. Here, give tarid algabe darkono yirvoz. So if someone grafted a, a tarid, which is a terid, a beet on top of this uh, yarkoz, do that. No, tell a man you can take a seed from that grafted, uh, that produced new fruit, and you can plant it elsewhere. So my nafka minon, what is produced from it? We say that's korve levanon. So korve nevalon, according to um, the Rush, Rush Cyrillic, you should read this, is krusvalinin. 
That's how you should read it. That's the Shino Girisa. And it's some sort of tardim shibas. It's some sort of like a, it's some sort of like a beat of some sort. Tard, it's a hem tardim shibasado, some field variety beat. Let's continue. Then it says zargin velefet. Zargin here, uh, we've got zargon. But zargin velefet. Lefet we know is some sort of turn. Right? Zargon, the Rush the really once again says here, this is some sort of like a sarig, like a little um, a sprout from a, a, from a vine. We says, we, if that's grafted together, what comes out of them? That says, Pata Pitra Silon. It's some sort of like a rock parsley of sites. Okay. Luzino Butmin, which is again, two other like types of products is debate exactly what this is. Everyone seems to um, explain it somewhat differently. Uh, it's not like laws, it's not botanin as, as, in, as in peanuts. It's a botmin. Anyway, Manafkin, what comes out of this? It comes out of pistachium with some pistachio is produced from it. And zaitin verima, what does zaitin verima produce? Manafkin comes to it produces this fruit called the jujube. Jujube. Okay. Let's continue now in the next halacha. Why is it, I'm sorry, why is it, why is it so easy to accept that, uh, that, the, that the produce of kilayim is mutter? Um, okay, so is the only time you have an isur of actually getting hana from produce that was kilaim is if it's kile keren. Okay, kile keren and kile kaim in a vineyard. But um, it, it sounds, it, it appears to me, I didn't get a, I was <laughs> too, 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 too preoccupied trying to get all the translations done in this in preparation for the shield and trying to understand like what's, what's going. That I didn't get a chance to actually look at the luck. I might have a look at it in terms of it would have been an interesting thing. But it sounds like that it sounds like from here that once this cross-bred product is produced, yeah. then there's no isur, if, if it was produced by a goy, we're saying, there's no isur hana necessarily associated with it. And you'd be able to uh, take, a, take a cutting from it and, you know, produce your own. That's what it and sounds like. Able, and you'd be able to encourage a goy to go ahead and do all of that. I don't think so. I don't, 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 I don't think, I don't think you can like get him to do it. Um, but again, I'll have to look into this later. I didn't, I didn't get a chance to look it up. Okay, thank you. As you'll see, I mean, as I said, today's today's stuff is so preoccupied with trying to understand what the different fruit and vegetables and stuff that we can get a bit lost in it. Um, I think that's really the focus of today's stuff. But let's let's um, let's as we say push on. That's today's stuff. Hatsnon v'hanafos, which is uh, it's known as radish, and a uh, nafos is like another type of radish of sorts. Um, we say um, which is a. Uh, it's 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 a it's leaves the way Kat explains it's leaves are a bit like that of a uh, turnip. Sorry, the hacharda v'halifsan, which is a mustard and a wild mustard, delat yavanit, which is our Greek um, gourd, and im hamitzrit with a Egyptian one, v'haramutsa, or, or with this uh, type of uh, pumpkin that needs to it's bitter needs to be um, put in ash to sweeten. Despite the fact they have similar appearances. As I said, when it comes to the, this snon and, and nafos, the leaves are similar. We say in kilaim zebazeh. So finally, it, what the Gemara is going to do now is very interesting. It gives us some sort um, of um, bami, Sorry, so bami, it says kilaim zebazeh. Sorry, kilaim zebazeh. I'm sorry, sorry, kilaim zebazeh. You're right. Sorry, I'm sorry. I read that wrong. So the Gemara here gives us some important principles. It says as follows. I'm Rabbi Yonatan. Yesh mehem sha'achu achara pri, v'yesh mehem sha'achu achalalid. Meaning... There are certain situations, even though they seem to be similar, if they're, if they're not alike with respect to another attribute, we say that they are considered kilain. Meaning, sometimes I say since the pre looks different, they're kilain. Sometimes I say since the alim, the leaves are different, they're kilain. Now we say, In other words, as I said to you, this lefet and snon, despite the fact the leaves are similar, 
Um, we say that, that um, one second, let me just get this right. Do, 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 do. Yeah. I just had a hesitation. He says, I'll, I'll read, I'll read Reb Chaim. He says, it says, after Perot Domim Zelazemi Kom Kimodalim, Enodim Zelazakilam Zedek. Good, so I got it right. So I just, I just hesitated. Halefet Vahat Nafos Hilchubayam Achara Alim. In other words, despite the fact that the, the product is similar, the, the, the leaves are different. Now we ask, one second, Haitivon Hare Hatsnon Vahan Nafos. Tsnon and Nafos seem to be this, uh, as we said, this, this is the two that mentioned our Mishnah. That's why I hesitated. Hare Pri Dome Valim Domim. Both the product looks similar and the leaves look similar. The tamer and the Mishnah still says that the kilaim. So Amar of Yonar Tamapri. That despite the fact outside they look the same, since their taste is very similar, Chazal said that no, these are two different products altogether. Kilaim, if you try and mix them, okay. So we can see that some, if you've got similar products, three things in from from this Gemara can be problematic. If their leaves are different, if the product is different, or even if they've got both the same, but the taste is different, that can that can present issues to making different meaning for kilaim. Okay, let's continue. Hazev v'hakelev. Zev is a wolf and a kelev. Now, this is, now we're talking about killer behema. So killer behema, when it comes to mix, it, it, firstly, two issues. One is if we're interbreeding them, right? And having a mixed breed of, of animals. If they're different species, it's considered kilaim, it's a prohibition. Or if it's also, if they're considered two different species, working together, for example, pulling a plow, which is not really relevant for these things listed in this Mishnah. So let's have a look. Zeva HaKelev, we're talking about a wolf and a dog. Vakelev Kofri, which is like a village dog variety, it's a different species, which is quite different. Vashual and a fox. Ha'izim Vatsvayim, goats and gazelles. Ha'ya Elim, which is ibexes, harechelim and ewes or sheep. Hasus va pered, a, a horse and a mule, va pered va chamor and a mule and a, and a chamor is a, is a donkey. Ha chamor va harod, chamor and harod is a, a chamor is a donkey, and harod is like a wild donkey. Afal pishonim zebazet, even though they happen to be appear similar, they are considered different species of kilaim zebazet. Let's continue. Ha kelev im kelev kufrim, enak, any kilaim. That seems to imply that a kelev and a kelev kufri, since they're not grouped together and said, and Mishnah says that they're kilaim, implies that they're not, that they are not kilaim. This dog and this other species, this sort of kelev kufri, it seems like this more, more wild, crazy dog, it sounds like. I think the Mepharshim explained it. Okay. And it says, it says that like, why do Rebbe Meir, Meir kilaim? He says they are kilaim. Afagav da Amar Rebbe Meir, kelev min behema, moder be kelev kufri, shumin chaya. Even though he holds it a kelev, now we'll we'll, uh, we'll discuss this uh, in, in more detail why this is important in the eighth parak. But he says a kelev is a min behema. He agrees that a kelev kofri is a min chaya, and a and a behema and chaya, if they're, they're absolutely kilaim with one another, that's why kelev and kelev kofri, according to Rameir, would be would be kilaim. Okay, off lotanita. We didn't discuss birds. We've discussed so many things about animals, vegetables, fruits, grain. All these we've pretty much really covered everything. And now the question is, what about birds? So I'm Rabbi Yonatan Aitetei. He bring he brought from a bright that was min uh, min Devar Dalia from Devar Dalia. He says that what tarnagog imha pisioni, which is a chicken in with a pheasant, and a tarnagog imha tavas. Tavas is like a peacock. Afal pishudamim zelaze. Even though they appear to be similar, daikilaim zebaze. There's a bright that covers off birds as well. Um, okay, that is the shira today. Mitzvahem um, will uh, pick up tomorrow. Continue from here. Thank you. Okay, could you take us? Could you take us to the zoo to show us all the different animals? I don't know what they all are. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, it's 
the well, yeah, good point. And maybe we can go to the Tanakh Museum and yeah, that, that, down by you, down 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 there by, by yeah, yeah, we'll have a garden. Yeah, well, we'll have a tool there. Maybe we could do a seal there at the end of this. Yeah. All right. All right uh, welcome, Chair. I wanted to just point out to you that the Safari, I'm using that uh, for the text. Yes. Um, they also have an English uh, translation. Oh, very good. Yes, I've seen that as well. And so to be honest, it might help I, you with the names and stuff like that. Correct. So, I, I to be honest, I actually even in this I, this year I also looked at the art scroll translation in English, trying to understand some of the translations. And a lot of the, um, many of the words they do not translate; they leave it as like italicized English of the Hebrew, and they have a footnote yeah. on which the opinions what they are. Um, that as 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 it appears, even if we translate a lot of these things, if we had an accurate one for Israel, it wouldn't really help anyway. <laughs> so. Um, but I get, that's why I said that try not to get lost in the in in the actual translations per se, but trying to appreciate the principles that we were able to glean from this Gemara, and that's I think that's what we can get out of this today. Like I said yesterday, farmer, I'm not going to be anymore. <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool. So we might have a pet dog though, right? Yeah. Take care. All right. Take care.